continuing on our grief journey and researching theories on grief and books on grief and people who have studied and experienced grief. The goal is to actually be able to teach how to grieve. I am Christy Bundakamara, psychiatric nurse practitioner, but my real experience comes from my intense grief. I have lost a total of three children over 17 years. Follow my story, learn the details, but really it's about how do we actually grieve and find our mental strength. Today, I'm going to go over the grief theory, continuing bonds, and I'm actually super excited about this one. So for someone who has experienced intense grief, for me to say I am excited about something when it comes to grief uh, feels good. So this is the work of Class Silverman and Nickman, and they talk about continuing bonds, a new understanding of grief. I believe it's a book. You can, um, we'll try to get the link in our description. So this is their work and it's very exciting for me. So as I'm going through this 45 days of grief and using the mentally strong method, in the mentally strong method, we categorize things. We put things in different categories because I don't want my spiritual conflict and my negative self-talk to kind of get enmeshed with my grief. So I would say, you know, from the time of losing my first child to the uh, the last child, which was my 21-year-old da- daughter, Maya, December 14th of 2021, I have been what I call wrestling with God, struggling, having this spiritual conflict of who is this God? What is the afterlife? What do I truly believe? Not just what was I taught? And... In that process, I went through and really started uh, practicing some inner work, some meditation, some trying to um, connect with Reggie and Maya in that eternity. And I've actually been successful in this. And I've, I've talked about it a little bit through this series, but it'll come out more fully in the actual documentary. But I just started uh, the research on this uh, continuing bonds and it really excited me. It was like, yes, this is it. If we can truly understand that our bonds are continuous, that relationships are a priority, relationships are the only thing that we have in this world that is eternal. And if you follow me, you know, I often say, I mean, that's our core value at Mentally Strong is that relationships are a priority. It's all that matters, right? And so when you look at this theory about continuing bonds, the first step that they talk about is acknowledging that the bond is ongoing and that grief is ongoing, right? And so there are theories you know, especially like Freud's grief work and talk about like a detachment when someone dies that you need to detach. 
And if your bond was super strong with this person that you've lost, right? Like a bond between a mother and a child, husband and wife. I'm not, I'm not putting like a scale on what is a a greater loss, but what I am saying is that a bond, and we talk about it in the attachment theories and the neurofeedback loops that happen, that acknowledging that this bond is ongoing and that grief is ongoing. I think many of us that have experienced intense grief definitely know that it's not stages. You don't come to an end. It's, it is always going to hurt tremendously when I think about the loss of my children. Always. However, I feel like so many people have allowed it to not let them embrace life. So, uh, their first, you know, element here is acknowledging that grief is ongoing and that there is a continuing bond after death. Number two is that it's normal to stay connected. And this is, um, was like, yes, they get it, right? Somebody gets what I am trying to experience in that it is normal to stay connected. I mean, I have the strongest bond with my biological children, Reggie and Maya. And that will be eternal. And there's not a gap between now and the time in which I pass away and can be with them, right? The bond is still there. And it is normal to stay connected. It is normal for your loved one to come to you in a dream. It is normal to meditate and feel their smell or feel their presence. That is normal. And what they're saying in this continuing bond is that we should normalize this, right? Because I think we... We try to tell people, detach, detach, it's over. Feel the pain, move on. Their third element talks about many of the symptoms that we see in grief, depression, anxiety, anger, the, all of the symptoms of prolonged grief. These all could be associated with trying to detach from what is a continuing bond. And then their fourth element that they talk about is if we can understand that, it will help us cope. I've talked about this in other videos and I challenge each and every one of you that have extreme intense grief that you wrestle with your eternal belief system. I'm in a several Facebook support groups and it hurts my heart when somebody comes and it has happened several times. They're like, you know, is there any place that I can go to express my grief that people are not going to tell me about God? And I understand if you do not 
believe in a, you know, one source God, that is okay. What you, what I am challenging you to do is figure out what you do believe. What is your, your faith system of what happens after we pass? And there are some people who you know, say, oh, there's absolutely nothing. However, even science, string theory, quantum physics, everyone who has studied this area knows that there is something else out there. It's not just us here on earth. And so th- that is a fact that there is you know, the string theory, the quantum physics, like there's, there is energy in atoms and particles for further than we can assess. So there's something there in every culture in the world and every religion in the world has some sort of belief system about what's next. Okay. So I challenge you in this continuing bonds. It, it, when I read this one, it struck me as ah, finally somebody understands. But I know that if you are struggling, if you don't believe in God, you don't believe that anything happens to us after we die, this would be very, very difficult, right? It, it almost might be a trigger. And I've talked about that with other grief theories that, oh, that's a trigger for me because I'll never accept that my children died. But when a grief theory or anything triggers anger in you, we could take it back to the, you know, 10 categories. Is that really your grief or is that a spiritual conflict? You don't know what you believe. You know, is it injustice? Like there's just so much evil and I'm just so angry. Those need to be processed differently. We don't want to cherish those negative feelings. We do want to cherish this continuing bond. And I'll tell you, when I started this grief journey, probably most intensely six years ago when my my son Reggie died, and I started the controlled grief process around his death, I was really struggling with like, you know, what is this God that I say that I believe in, that that is supposed to love and protect me. If you love and protect me, you wouldn't take my children. But through this 45 days of grief where I'm doing from the anniversary of my son's death to the anniversary of my daughter's death, 45 days apart, that I forced myself to really wrestle with this spiritual conflict. And Um, I even went to a medium, which in my conservative Christian upbringing would be um, frowned upon, called a sin, depending on what what, uh, Christian I was talking to. However, what it did for me is that when my son died, Reggie, I had an experience with him after death. 
and I rationalized it within the context of what I previously believed about God. When my daughter died, whew, that was not okay. Like this is, I, I can't take this. And I had another experience with my daughter, Maya, after she passed. And instead of putting it in the box of what I was taught about God, I just allowed myself to explore it. And that has allowed me to have multiple experiences with Reggie and Maya. Now, I know what you're thinking, and I was thinking it too. Am I just making these things up in my head as a maladaptive coping? Like, am I just making it up because I can't cope with the reality that my children are gone? What the going to a medium did for me was that it confirmed that I was really talking to Reggie and Maya. Everything that was already said to me by them was communicated by the medium who had no way of knowing those things. Now, I'm not supporting any kind of specific mediumship. There's, you know, you do have to be careful in, in that world because there's lots of fakes and people can be tapping into evil type of energy. Go with your gut, your intuition, if that is going to be helpful for you, because we are energetically connected. There is no such thing as time and space. And what I used to believe is, yes, I believed in this beautiful heaven, but I was going to have to wait 20, 30 years till I died to see my children again. So as I am going through this grief journey and I'm coming towards the end of the 45 days, I'm working on kind of a statement of grief, healing grief, because remember, grief is ongoing. Um, But what is, you know, what statement could I make that talks about this continuing bond? And part of my grief statement will be, I am committed to embracing life. I will not detach from my children. I will carry them with me mentally and cherish all of those memories. I will carry them in my heart and spiritually and stay connected with them spiritually. And I will also carry them physically. I wear Maya's ashes here. I wear Reggie's ashes here. I'm getting a diamond made of their ashes. And it will be on my body. So I will carry them. I will not detach. I will cherish. I will carry them with with me mentally, spiritually, and physically. So that is continuing bonds. I spent a lot of time on my personal journey here because like I said in the beginning, this was exciting for me. It was exciting that I don't have to detach and neither do you, but you might have a lot of work to do around spiritual conflict, negative self-talk, injustice, anger, maybe trauma, 
make sure that you're dealing with all of these things differently so that you can grieve in a healthy way and cherish the memories and time. I would not take back the time I had with my children, even if I knew they were going to pass. Whew, got a little emotional. <laughs> I am on a mentally strong journey. I believe that we are all mentally strong. We just might need some more tools. We can do this. You are mentally strong. <laughs>